Hey there, friends, and welcome to New Light Sports, evolving sports coverage for an evolving world. From Zen Room Studios, I'm Andrew Oster. We're here today for episode six of our emerging podcast, Growing the Container here for New Light Sports. And we're making history, so I encourage you to hop on board and be a part of this evolving discussion. Leave your light at the show through the website at newlightsports.com or on Instagram at New Light Sports. Everything New Light Sports. Today's episode, episode six, we're going to dive into evolving training and diets of athletes. Now, this whole episode is almost going to act as one giant sign of light because it's a sign of light of the world today of athletes changing diets and they're changing practices, training, and recovery methods. Now, why this is important is that the best athletes in the world are changing their diets, training, preparation, and recovery methods. Now, these new methods are higher vibrational in nature when compared to methods of the older ways, when compared to methods of just a couple years ago, a couple decades ago, and definitely different than a century ago. Now, the funny thing is, some of these new methods aren't new at all. They're actually quite ancient in nature, in human history. But they're kind of just resurfacing again right now. Uh, They're kind of coming back to the forefront of human consciousness because that's what's needed in the world right now. Kind of funny how that pops up. Things resurface and reshuffle, like retro clothing or yoga. Been around for thousands of years. Now that phrase, higher vibrational, gets tossed around a lot. So sometimes it's like, what does that really mean? And it's more of a concept than a direct definition. Like, Something that's higher in vibrational in nature, it's not necessarily related to its physical waveform state. It's not like measuring your brain waves or measuring the period of ocean waves. It's as best as I can define it is that something that is higher vibrational, higher vibing, is that's an adjective meaning that the state or essence of a thing, activity, or being that is of lighter density, higher frequency, an uplifting feeling and with an elevated understanding. So it is, it's more of this feeling of being lighter, higher level, more understanding, more clarity. So that's what we talk about when we talk about a higher vibrational aspect of something. And a lot of today's top athletes are trending their training practices, their diets, their recovery methods, their mental preparations are higher vibrational in nature. And that's what we're going to shine a light on today. So it's interesting about the top athletes and these newer evolving training methods and diets are that this really reflects our planet's changing modes, our planet's changing training methods and preparations for the future. Because if we don't get in step with being a little higher vibrational in nature, well, I think there's a lot of worry in the world right now about the future of our planet and it's in peril, but our planet's just in change and we need to change with it. And I'm going to give you a big hint here. 
it's changing upwards in vibration. So these athletes changing their diets are a big deal. But it's really funny because a lot of these changing and evolving training methods and diets, a lot of the athletes don't do them because they're like morally or ethically bound to them. Some do, but most do it purely based on the performance results that they get. A lot of the athletes changing training and diets are motivated purely by these performance results that it really just makes them better at their jobs. Like these are really driven results based individuals and human beings. So when they're evolving training and their new training methods and diets make them a better athlete and make them better at their jobs, then that's something they stick with. It kind of reminds me of the scene back in, uh, was that movie Beer Fest? And they, they try to drink ram's piss because it makes, thinks they're like training better or something like that. Like if it makes you better, these athletes will do it. Luckily, we don't have to drink ram's piss. That's not really high vibrational. And the real kicker about this is that all these athletes are so influential these days in our social media connected world that these high vibrational habits and techniques that these athletes do can have a huge influence on the upcoming generations and the rest of the planet to see like, oh my gosh, they can achieve that. Or, oh wow, like they changed their diet to more plant-based diet or, oh my God, I didn't know that person meditated. So that has a huge ripple effect and can really motivate a lot of change for people to try out these new methods for themselves. And that's going to have a evolutionary and positive and expansive influence on the rest of the planet. We're going to be covering the three main parts that encompass evolving training and diets. And it's going to be, well, diets, and it's going to be mental preparation, and it's going to be other training methods and recovery methods. First, the diets. That is the biggest way to influence your body and influence your performance directly is by changing your diet. And most athletes have found that out. So there is so many diets out there, whether it's keto, vegetarian, paleo, Whole30, vegan. There's so many trends and different diets out there and that a lot of athletes have experimented with. But really one thing that shines through that most of these higher vibrational athletes are doing is changing their diet to a plant-based diet, a whole food plant-based diet. And the top athletes in most sports, including soccer, basketball, racing, MMA, boxing, cricket, tennis, surfing, snowboarding, just to name, just off the top of my head, some of the top athletes in these sports are changing their diet to these whole food plant-based diet. A lot of athletes noted when they turn to vegan or vegetarian diets, either they go full-time or maybe just during their playing season, like while they're in season and in training mode, they found that they have reduced inflammation, so it quickens their recovery, and that they just feel better. They feel better, lighter, and more energetic. And a lot of times these changing diets are going to be more organic, whole food, real food in nature, and you're going to eat more meals per day. You're going to have a lot more meal prep. So yeah, it does have a little bit more work involved in it, but these athletes are able to do that. You're going to be eating more times per day to keep your metabolism up. A lot of these athletes are eating healthier snacks. They're eating more shakes, juicing more. When you're on the road, you're not just grabbing a bag of chips or Cheetos. Healthy snacks and healthy in-between meal snacks is important. Healthy recovery and healthy protein snacks and shakes are super important too. 
And also one big trend these days is a lot of these athletes, because they are so performance-based, is they're really focused on more sleep, which kind of correlates to less partying and less staying out late. Times are definitely changing in that regard. I feel like social media has a little bit to do with that as well, where everybody has a smartphone, so if somebody's out partying or clubbing, if you're well-known, people are going to know, like, oh, hey, I know that guy. I'll take a picture, goes on the internet. Next day, their coach sees that, you know, so-and-so is out at a club at two, and you got a game the next day? Yeah, that's not going to go over very, very well. So it's kind of like this hand-in-hand approach of there's more visibility on athletes these days, so they kind of have to behave better. But the ones that are just not a big deal to, it ends up working out better because you get better sleep. And sleep is such a huge part of keeping a healthy diet and keeping a healthy lifestyle. If you can only change two things in your diet, two things in your lifestyle to get a more high-vibing lifestyle for you, to eat better, eat more plant-based whole foods, and get more sleep. Only two things, you notice a huge difference. So the diets are a big deal. And actually, I found this cool little app called Veggie Happy that helps find vegetarian and vegan options at ballparks and stadiums. And now most ballparks and stadiums do offer vegan and vegetarian options. So Veggie Happy is that app that helps the fans eat healthy while you're at the game. Or at least not meat-based. I mean, tofu dogs aren't exactly healthy. There's a give and take there. That's why a whole food, plant-based diet is better. Eating a bunch of processed foods, whether it be meat-based or plant-based, processed foods aren't really good for your body. Now, the second tier of these evolving trainings methods that we're going to cover is the mental prep of stuff. You got your body in shape. How are you going to get your mind right to play a game? And the big thing that a lot of top athletes are doing and incorporating more is meditation. The cornerstone of mental prep is meditation. Meditation is proven to reduce stress and anxiety. And with long-term use, athletes have found easier access to flow states with longer-term use of meditation. And we talked about it in the first episode as one of the foundational aspects of sports, this flow state, this active meditation that you're in is super important for sports when you're in the zone, in your flow. Meditation is proven to allow easier access to this flow state. It also improves your concentration and it improves your self-awareness of yourself in certain situations so you can catch yourself quicker. I think one of the biggest examples that I can remember is it was back during the NBA playoffs and LeBron James, they took a timeout and the camera's on him in the timeout. Everyone's like, what's he going to do? Is he going to call plays? Is he going to rally his teammates or what? And he actually sat there and meditated. He took that 30-second timeout and took about 20 seconds to sit there and meditate. And that showed the world right there what kind of high-vibing and evolving athlete that LeBron James is. One of the most popular apps out there to help people in meditation is the Headspace app. I know tons of people have used it to great success. They love it. I just found out that actually the Headspace app has a sport version. So it's a sports-specific version of meditations in the Headspace app. Wow, making it pretty easy right there. Another huge proponent of meditation was Phil Jackson, legendary NBA coach, the Zen master himself. He's been known to have his team meditate and do yoga practices before big games. There are stories of Kobe Bryant saying that 
meditation before big games helped him and his team and helped him personally during big games. The surprising team that I found that meditated a lot to great success is the most famous volleyball players here in America, at least, are Misty May Trainer and Carrie Walsh, the beach volleyball superstar tandem. They've won three gold medals, and they've credited yoga, meditation, and visualization as a part of their training. The third tier of our episode we're going to talk about today is the evolving physical training and recovery methods that athletes use. Now, these are definitely high-vibing, evolving, cutting-edge training methods that most of us mere mortals will never get to use, but sometimes it just shows what is possible, the cutting-edge that will eventually trickle down to the rest of society. But just because they are on that that leading edge, that new light edge of pushing their performance and pushing their body to the limit, they're using these new light and higher vibing and evolving tools. Well, the first method I have highlighted is actually not new at all. Uh, It's yoga. Yoga practice has become nearly a staple for all professional athletes and especially the best in the world. Nearly every single one of these high vibing top athletes in the world uses yoga as a part of their regimen or has found yoga to boost their productivity and their performance. They really, because again, it comes down to pure performance for these humans and these individuals. They value performance. It might not have anything to do with their religious, ethical, moral, or spiritual belief systems. To them, if it makes them better at their job and makes them a better athlete, then they're going to do it. So yoga is almost a universal, high-vibing, new world training technique. But it's funny, it's not new world at all. Another interesting and kind of cutting edge new light recovery method is cryotherapy. And you may have seen a couple cryotherapy centers around. And cryotherapy is really just a recovery method where you're using super cool nitrogen gases to nearly freeze your body to help reduce inflammation and reduce swelling post-workouts or post-games or whatever, whatever you're doing to recover. Cryotherapy is kind of like the the new world ice bath, so to speak. And on the opposite spectrum of cryotherapy, another seriously new light technology has been infrared technology. Infrared therapies and infrared technologies, also known as light therapy, can help cellular function and recovery as well. From my education and my understanding, this makes perfect sense because I was reading a book called The Fourth Phase of Water by Dr. Gerald Pollack. He found that water has this fourth phase that acts as a battery and especially useful in cells, but that this fourth phase is really active in the infrared spectrum. So it makes sense that infrared therapy and infrared light can help charge up our cells and specifically charge this fourth phase of water layer that our cells are. We are 70% water and help heal recovery and help make more productive cellular activity which obviously would help recovery and would help anybody. That's why getting some sun feels good. Another interesting new light technology is using a hyperbaric chamber to help promote oxygen flow and recovery. Notable athletes use hyperbaric chamber include Tom Brady, part of LeBron James's routine, and that dude spends a lot of money taking care of his body and taking care of himself. So he really is one of these new light leaders in these evolving training and recovery methods. He pretty much touches on every single one of these methods. 
So another big-time American athlete that's kind of started his own new world training regimen is Tom Brady. Started his TB12 program, and it incorporates a lot of what we talked about today is healthy eating, more free-range motion recovery, free-range motion workouts, yoga, and something that he emphasizes pliability, which is your muscles' ability to be soft and to bend and not break. And that comes down to taking care of your fascia. Fascia is probably the most underrated aspect of your whole body. Your fascia is this connective tissue system that holds together everything in your body, from your your muscles to your tendons to your bones. That's kind of how everything stays together, is this fascia system. And through misuse of your body, your fascia become hardened and brittle, and they don't move. And when something becomes brittle, it's easier to break. So that's when injuries happen. So ways to improve your fascia health has been shown to A, eat healthier. You have less inflammation, which is less inflammation of the fascia and surrounding tissue, so you can recover quicker. And using muscle rollers and foam rollers and massages, these can help break up and relax the fascia, which is what something that the Tom Brady TB12 method emphasizes of what they call pliability, the ability to be soft and bend rather than break, which is what he credits uh, his longevity in the NFL too, is this pliability method. And I think you'll see a lot of these top athletes who've been at their top of their game for so long, they figured out some of these evolving training techniques and pliability, yoga, these ways to be flexible and to soft actually extend your career. It's the ability for your body to remain pliable and flexible and to be able to move freely so it won't break. And speaking of moving freely, another really interesting kind of this new world look at training and recovery is the field of biomechanics and biomovement. It's kind of like a deeper look at like primal movement, what it just means to freely move in the right way that a human body should move. Super fascinating. And a lot of the top athletes use biomechanics and primal movement theory to help them perform better and keep their body looser, stronger, moving in the rhythms that it needs to move. So after looking at these three tiers of these new evolving training techniques and diets and tips, we've looked at evolved training and recovery methods, mental prep, which includes meditation heavily, and a changing diets, which include plant-based whole foods diet. These aspects put together create this new way, this new look at taking care of your body, taking care of our vessel that we need to take care of us and to keep it lighter and moving forward and keep it more high vibing so that we can last longer and perform better and perform better while we're older. And we have these athletes to thank for really leading the way and setting the frontier and finding the path for these methods. But everybody's different. I think the biggest takeaway from all of this is for us individually and for you individually, and I have too, and I am, to just experiment and try out and try out these different high-vibing systems and find one that works best for you because the best in the world, that's what they do. And experimenting is fun with all these. So for our New Light Sports show spotlight feature, today we're going to do a Signs of Light. So today's sign of light is going to be a continuation of what we kind of touched on earlier, and that's the social media impact that these high-vibe players and athletes can have. 
But again, it's kind of like this hand-in-hand evolution that the social media connectivity of the world kind of forces athletes to be better role models because they're so much more visible. But at the same time, because of this connectivity and their visibility, they're able to make more impacts. So that impact exists as potential in the social media world. Some athletes and individuals and humans use it better than others. Some who have huge followings keep a more vanilla, you know, day-to-day Instagram or Twitter approach, and that's perfectly fine. But what I found super fascinating for this week's sign of light is the possible impact that a lot of these top high-vibing, evolving training and diets athletes, what they can have. So this signs of light could be interesting for this episode too, because throughout the episode, you may have been wondering, well, who are all these high-vibing athletes that you've been talking about? These awesome humans who are pushing the boundaries and eating diets we could never imagine. Who are all these humans hopping in cryo chambers and hitting themselves with infrared beams? Well, I'll tell you. So I got about a list here of the top 20 most notable athletes, and I think you'll be shocked to know and recognize a lot of the names on here. So this is from around the globe and all disciplines of all different sports. And I'm going to use Instagram followers as the basis for this little experiment. I'm just going to say the athlete's name, the individual's name, what sport they play, and how many Instagram followers they have. And I got about a list of 20 here, so I'll try to keep it at a good pace and keep this thing moving. Leo Messi, professional soccer player, 101 million followers. Venus Williams, professional tennis player, 1.1 million followers. Kelly Slater, surfer, 2.3 million followers. Travis Rice, snowboarder, 516,000 followers. Hannah Teeter, snowboarder, 327,000 followers. Tia Blanco, surfer, 290,000 followers. Fabian Delph, soccer player, 336,000 followers. LeBron James, basketball player, 44.4 million followers. Novak Djokovic, tennis player, 4.6 million followers. Tom Brady, football player, 4.6 million followers. Virat Kohli, cricketer from India, 25.3 million followers. Scott Jurek, ultra runner, 168,000 followers. Kyrie Irving, basketball player, 12.2 million followers. Jalen Brown, basketball player, 922,000. Lewis Hamilton, professional Formula One driver, 8 million. Nate Diaz, MMA professional fighter, 2.5 million followers. Abel Trujillo, professional fighter, 23,000 followers. Jermaine Defoe, soccer player, 455,000 followers. Alex Morgan, soccer player, 5.4 million followers. Hector Bellerin, soccer player, 2.7 million followers. And Sergio Aguero, soccer player, 10.4 million followers. So of all those athletes, the total followers that they have combined is 227,500,000. 227,537,000. Now that is a lot of influence out there. That's the sign of light. In our connected world that, if they so choose to, the potential impact is upwards of close to 227 million people on the planet that they can influence and motivate and shine a little light on, hey, I'm doing it this way. Look at what I can do. Look at the performance results I get. 
I'm sure followers overlap, but that's why this is just an interesting little experiment of the possible, the potential social media impact of just these 20 high-vibing players. And it's that type of impact that can bring a higher vibrational shift to the world. And that's the sign of light. Well, that'll do it for this episode of New Light Sports covering evolving training and diet trends of the top athletes in the world. Again, I invite you to come onto the website, newlightsports.com, and leave your light for the show. Leave an example of the high-vibing training methods that you found and you like to use, or maybe an athlete who is using these evolving training trends to better themselves on the field. Pitch, ice, rink, arena, ocean, snow, whatever. Be well, take care of each other, take care of yourselves, and spread some light around, and look at things in this new light we've found today. Look at things and maybe what high vibrational aspects that you can bring into your life. All right, adios.